Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Throughout this resurrection season, we've been focusing on these resurrection stories in John's gospel, along with stories from the early church chronicled in the book of Acts. And this week's stories that we just heard are of Jesus, his disciples at the lake, and the story the beginning of Paul's journey to Macedonia. Our theme for this series is spring cleaning, and we've been thinking about how we hear in these stories some of the concerns and the challenges that those first disciples faced and that we face as we think about sharing the good news of Jesus. So we've looked at things that can stand in the way of that as we think about this cleaning that might need to happen in our lives and in our world and our fear and our cynicism. And this week, we're looking at our propensity to think that we too often only need to rely upon ourselves instead of looking to God to be the one to provide for us. In our stories for today, it's the disciples returning to fishing and Paul trying to go where he thinks that he should go. For us, it looks like many things every day. If you don't think you're prone to thinking you have to do it all yourself, just check your IRA account since the beginning of this year and see how much you care about being able to take care of yourself. It causes you to gasp a little bit as you see those numbers go lower. I know that I certainly want to be able to care for my family during retirement, but the question for today is can we trust in God's provision over our own. And this is precisely the point being made in our two lessons for today. The story from John for today happens even after the disciples have seen the resurrected Lord. They're still not, though, seeing the whole picture. They go back to what they have always known. They go fishing. But it says that they weren't catching anything. And here's an important detail in this text. They see Jesus on the shore, undoubtedly somewhere close to Capernaum, their home base, which means they're looking over on the left side of the boat and seeing Jesus out there, and he says, cast your nets on the other side. And so instead of turning to see what's familiar at Capernaum, they now turn to the right to throw their nets on that side, and now they are looking towards the territory of the Gentiles. In John's gospel here, it's this indication that this is where the disciples are to go, where the nets will be filled as they go. And as I shared with the children, there's also that detail that the nets do not rip, that don't worry that more and more folks will come to be a part of this fellowship because there is always a place for everyone in the family of God. This is where Jesus is calling them to go, and God provides for them in this journey. There's a promise in this story as well as this miracle. And in the story of Paul, he keeps running into the obstacle, going where he thinks he should go, and it's then that God is directing him instead to go to Macedonia, 
where he will meet Lydia, who clearly becomes one of the great patrons of his ministry. In both of these stories, the biblical authors are illustrating for the audience the importance of trusting in God's provision instead of trying to do it all on our own. I often think of my own calling here to Prince of Peace in relationship to that story of Paul in Acts 4 today. We thought that our next move would be to Columbus, where my wife grew up, where we had friends and family, and so we were interviewing at churches in Columbus, but it just wasn't happening. And then I heard about this great church in Cincinnati, and I said to Suzanne, how about if we interview there? And she said, well, we can interview in Cincinnati, but I'm not moving there. So we came down and had a wonderful conversation, and the fit seemed so good, and I was a little worried as we left, and I said, well, what did you think? She said, fine. <laughs> she knew that this was the place to which I was being called. There had been roadblocks. It just wasn't happening in Columbus, and here we found ourselves now in Cincinnati, and what a blessing it has been for 16 years of ministry, the wonderful community in which we have lived place where we have raised our children. God provided in a big way for us once again. Prince of Peace is a place that continues to demonstrate what it looks like to trust in God's provision. When the pandemic hit, obviously everyone was concerned when we couldn't meet in person. One of the consistent questions that we ask when we talk church finance stuff along the way is, how much money should you have in reserves as a church, as you want to continue to invest as much as possible in your ministries? And pre-pandemic, the scenario that always was brought up, well, what would happen if you couldn't meet in your church building for several months? What would you do? And unfortunately, that was a scenario that everyone got to wrestle with as soon as this hit. But God, again, provided in a big way. Our income dropped, but only slightly. Our, ex our expense reductions more than compensated, and the provision has continued. And then finally, we come back into the building, and the numbers were far lower than what they had been in the past. Again, worries. Again, the temptation to think that we have to do it all on our own, but again, the blessings of God. Certainly, we lost some members along the way, but through it all, we've done our best to stay connected and care for all of our existing members and stay true to our mission and our vision. We've consistently proclaimed a message of hope that we believe is for all people in a community that demonstrates God's love, peace, and mercy, our gifts for everyone. And so we come to this day. Even as our worship patterns from pre-pandemic are significantly different today, God is continuing to provide growth. And in fact, today, on this weekend, we will see more growth than we have seen in quite a few years. This weekend, we welcome 44 new members into the mission that we share. Families, couples, individuals that are saying yes we want to join you in seeking a world restored with grace and peace by following in the way of Jesus, living and loving like he did. As we lean into what this means for us here, we're holding forums today, right after this service is one, to discuss the work of our long-range planning group. And one of the things that we have done is to further define what this looks like for us 
to live and love like Jesus here at Prince of Peace. We say that living like Jesus looks like growing in faith, connecting in community, and serving the world. And loving like Jesus means that our community clearly demonstrates that all means all when it comes to people, that generosity is contagious when we see it and we live it together, and that all aspects of our ministry make clear that love and life win. And these are not new commitments. These are the collective of what we have taught from the scriptural witness of what it looks like to follow Jesus and what we have experienced together as the Holy Spirit has guided and shaped us as a community. And it's precisely these commitments and this lived experience that continue to lead us to grow and deepen our ministries here at Prince of Peace. The resurrection project of this Easter season is certainly evidence of this as well. As we watched helplessly as refugees tried to desperately leave Afghanistan and as people all over Ukraine tried to flee the war there, we all wondered what we could do. And these are, of course, only emblematic of the trauma and terror that so many face around the world every day, from places like Yemen, the Democratic Republic of Congo, to the ongoing struggle in Haiti. We know that people are suffering every day. And so the challenge becomes, what can we do to ease this suffering and to demonstrate our trust in the promise that fear and death will not have the last word, that indeed love and life win? One significant answer for us here at Prince of Peace is our resurrection project. A few months ago, Bill and Ann Wentz had a couple of meetings with me and with Pastor Lorne to talk about what it might look like to support the global refugee crisis. The Holy Spirit gave us a nudge that we were moving in the right direction when we sat at lunch on one of those first times talking about this. And someone walked by us after we'd been talking for about an hour and said, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we are a first-generation immigrant family, and we're also a pop kids family. Thank you so much for having this conversation. There were questions about volunteers. We had so many openings for things on Sunday mornings. There were questions, obviously, about funding. But here we stand just a number of weeks later, really, with a fully funded application and a full team of volunteers. There's a house that we purchased last year with questions about maintenance and debt, yet it's the most critical component in our ability to host a family. The application process has led to so many other opportunities like a, a budding relationship with the Islamic Center in Westchester and renewed partnership potential with North Star down the street. God is blessing us in this work. And we see the fruit of trusting in this provision. Even as I wrote this sermon for today, we had a Ukrainian family that stopped by this week, and they came to worship last night to hear this sermon. And we were able to say a word of welcome to them and a, a promise to walk with them through this new journey in our country and in our community. And then, of course, there's this ongoing work in Haiti, to which we have been a part for many years. Last year, our resurrection project provided $36,000 to fund the work of the Haitian Tamoon Foundation. HTF helps children, college students, and in the case of CLM, entire families. It helps them to continue to trust in the promise that God 
can and will do a new thing. It helps them to build a better future for themselves and for Haiti, even at a time when things can seem so hopeless there. The Resurrection Project has already exceeded our initial goal of $20,000, and now I invite you to join me, if you haven't already, in making a gift so that we can continue towards that same $36,000 that we raised last year. Today is a day to celebrate. We celebrate the 44 new members joining us in mission, along with so many others that are actively considering taking that step in the future. It's a day to celebrate what God is doing through our resurrection project for a refugee family to be settled here in our community and for our partners in Haiti. It's a day to celebrate a renewed mission and plans for ministry for the next five years. It's a day for us to throw our nets onto the right side of the boat. A day to look forward to think about all of those that need to hear a word, a message of hope and promise for the future. It's a day to trust in God's provision and to say thank you and to say alleluia for all that God has done. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.